Hello and welcome to Dismiss Now. My name is Pat. I'm the host of this podcast. For those of you who have never tuned into my podcast, this is a podcast that is kind of a middle ground between academia and society. Today, I am going to just run through a few definitions and give a few examples. So we will start with what information disorder is. I'm going to read an excerpt from Nirmal Kandel's article on information disorder syndrome. Nirmal Kandel says that information disorder is sharing or developing of false information with or without the intent of harming. They are categorized as misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation. Misinformation is not deliberately deceptive. So misinformation can be, let's say you share information, but then it has a mistake in it. So for instance, misinformation happens a lot with the media. When they share a story and they haven't done proper research on it. So I will give, it seems like a silly example, but it was very personal to me. Um, A few years ago, okay, not a few anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but some years ago, after I started my career working on cruise ships, um, I was friends with a journalist who thought it would be interesting to do one of those kind of like fluff pieces, you know, society talking about people, those kinds of things. I'm not from a rich background. We actually live in one of the lower income suburbs where I come from. And whenever I used to travel and go to work, I never used to tell anybody where I worked or where I went. I would just leave for six months, then come back after six months and say, hey, just continue where I left off. A few people actually knew what I did for a living, but not a lot of people knew. So I just wanted to maintain my, I guess, identity as just my mom's kid, you know? I just wanted to be that girl who stays by the house with the green gate. That's it, you know? I never spoke about what I do for a living. I used to hang out with the newspaper guy. I used to hang out with, with my friends who would just chill at home most of the time. Not because they want to, but because they're unemployed. Especially in neighborhoods like where I come from, unemployment is really high because the moment you mention that you come from the neighborhood I come from, people don't even want to employ you because there are so many preconceived ideas about who we are and what we do and what we're capable of, which was really, really frustrating. So I was in a position where I couldn't really talk about what I do for a living or where I went to school or what I know or the level of my education. Yeah, I don't know if I was being sensitive or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, that's what it was. But what happened was when this guy wrote the newspaper article about me, he wrote about my whole background. She went to this university. She got a job with Carnival Cruise Lines and she works as a an audiovisual technician and uh, uh, he asked me about my work what do you do all day what how do you work well some days I work 45 minutes some days 15 hours it depends on the workload we wake up in different ports every day blah 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 so this was the very first time that a lot of people got to hear about my life there was one thing that happened that really really pissed me off the guy who wrote the story wrote the wrong university I was like, where the hell did you get this information from? You could have asked me what university I went to instead of just assuming and writing and putting it as an official statement 
in a whole newspaper that's going to be referred to for the rest of my life. Whenever people looking look me up on the internet, they're going to see this article and it's going to have the wrong university. It was really an oversight on his part. He didn't fact check and he just wrote it as an official statement. He didn't even correct it later on. I'm still a little pissed about it because I, I really do like my university and I, and I like being an alumni at my, you know, my first university. I have already kind of explained what misinformation is. It's wrong information that is shared, not for deliberate harm. It's just it's wrong information. I am I didn't go to that university that he mentioned. Now, of course, this is a much lighter situation, right? There are other situations that are even worse where people will write about affairs that didn't happen. Misinformation happens a lot with gossip magazines. And they can't really get confirmation from the people that they're writing about. And most of the time, the people that they're writing about won't even confirm or deny. They'll just keep quiet. Misinformation is false information that is spread regardless of intent to mislead. So it's not like they're spreading it so that they can mislead you. It's not deliberate. Disinformation is a whole other story. Easy form of disinformation is scams. I'll give an example of the research that I was doing. Um, I write all about it in my blog. Uh, you can see my blog on www.medium.com forward slash at Resoluto Media. But I will give, I will put my link in the bio. But basically, I was uh, looking at disinformation in the crypto sphere, right? So looking at information that is on the internet about cryptocurrencies. Is there information that is not true and it's deliberately not true so that it can cause harm or loss or damage and basically scams are disinformation scams are kind of like pockets of information that tell you something about a coin that is not true it's written in a way that is so convincing that you actually trust this thing enough to invest in it and then once you lose your money you realize oh this was actually disinformation. But we don't call it disinformation, you call it a scam. Malinformation is information that is based on reality, but it's used to inflict harm on a person. Revenge porn is malinformation. You have a lover. You guys get it on secretly and you decide, hey, let's record ourselves. Or maybe you don't even decide to record yourselves. The guy records you and you don't even know. And then one day you find out that somebody released a sex tape of you. That's malinformation. Catfishing is also malinformation. So <laughs> I don't know how many of you watched Love Hard. It was a Netflix movie. And this girl, spoiler alert, I'm sorry if you haven't watched it. But there's a girl who was, you know, talking to this guy, amazing guy. Oh my gosh, she fell in love. They were having a thing. It was amazing. And she decided to go visit him and discovered that, hey, he's actually not <laughs> the hot guy that she thought. But it was uh, Jimmy O. Yang, who's pretty funny. He was pretty sweet. Even. He just does not look like the guy from uh, Never Have I Ever. The guy who played Paxton Ho Yoshida. Ooh, flames, that dude is so hot. <laughs> I mean, compare him to Jimmy O. Yang. Okay, it's not a fair comparison, but basically, you know, she believed this information, right? She thought, wow, amazing guy, great, everything. 
finds out it's a different guy, ends up falling in love with him. That's like a lighter note, though. A lot of um, catfishing happens with people who don't want to reveal their identity. You can be a guy thinking you're speaking to some hot blonde girl and you're speaking to some classmate of yours who's a guy who's been crushing on you for a very long time. It's information that's based on reality, but then it, it inflicts harm. It hurts you somehow. So these are, you know, stories related to the three forms of information disorder or, you know, false information, three main forms. There are so many more forms. There's fake news, which we know because of Trump. <laughs> There's also propaganda which we know because of politics. Yeah, so those are the three definitions that I wanted to speak about today. Join me for the next podcast for more interesting topics. I would like to talk about visibility next and just what does visibility mean? Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you tune into the next episode. Bye.